Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Buck will be back with me tomorrow. It is a special Labor Day edition of the program. In the meantime, we are joined now by ESPN lead college football analyst, also one of the co-hosts of College Game Day, Kirk Herbstreit. He's got a great new book out, Out of the Pocket. Kirk, appreciate you joining us, and I got to start with this. It felt like college football was 100% normal. I mean, I really felt that. I was in Knoxville for the Bowling Green-Tennessee game, and then I was in Charlotte for Clemson-Georgia, and I watched, obviously, as I know you did, what was going on in Wisconsin, what was going on in Virginia Tech, what was going on all over this country. Full stadiums, it felt like, I know we had games last year, but that things were back to normal. Did you get that sense too? Yeah, yeah. How you doing, bud? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it was for me. I I, I saw highlights of the game in Knoxville, but the, I watched the Ohio State Minnesota game, and and just to see, you know, a tough environment and in a full stadium, it just felt like college football. And that was kind of the kickoff to the weekend, and um, you know, I had games on Friday, and obviously a full slate on Saturday. The game last night, I was—I can't remember the last time I saw Doe Campbell looking the way it did last night. I mean, that—that that was a full stadium, energy, passion. Notre Dame, Florida State, into overtime. I mean, it was like it was like a, uh, a Hollywood script with Mackenzie Milton, who had a devastating career-threatening. You almost wondered is he going to be able to walk again? Type of injury in eighteen. And three years later, he comes back and comes in late in the game to to bring the Knolls back to tie the game and get it in overtime. It was it was unbelievable. So, yeah, it was great. We obviously all missed this last year. Um, we had some stadiums with zero fans, some with twenty percent capacity. But as you know better than anybody, I mean, college football different, in my opinion, than the NFL. The the pageantry, the tailgating, the sense of community. 
the marching bands, the cheerleaders, the student sections, that that's college football. And we finally got a taste of that this weekend. How much importance do you place upon that for the country's normalcy? I started off the show today, Kirk, arguing that the width and breadth of college football fandom is sort of the heartbeat of Americana. And that Mm -hmm. regardless of who you root for, college football fans have a lot in common. And being able to be back tailgating, being able to be back in full stadiums, uh, the experience, whether it was Virginia Tech when Inner Sandman comes on and the crowd goes crazy, or jump around in Wisconsin, or I don't know if you saw the pictures, the red, white, and blue uh, stadium that they had at Texas A&M. All of it is just, I think, so important to getting us back to a sense of normalcy. Well, and it's grassroots America, right? I mean, you go to all these different communities around the country, and depending on what region you're in, um, I've always been blown away. I grew up in the Big Ten region, and when I started on College Game Day in 1996, it was my 26th year, was always so open-minded, intrigued to learn to see how everybody gets ready for a game. And I, I've just always paid attention to that. And whether you're in the SEC or the Big 12, the Pac-12, or the ACC, and everywhere in between, people are like, I've had this parking spot for the game since 1982, you know. And yeah. it's a real sense of community. The grandparents often went to that school. The parents went. Now it's their children's chance to go to the school like you are in Knoxville. I mean, it, uh, it's very different than being a Titans fan, you know, and yeah. very different from being a Chargers fan or whoever your team is. It's just incredibly different. Um, I mean, I love all sports. I'm open, I'm open to them all. I go to them all. I watch. But when you go to a tailgate at an SEC game or a Big Ten game, it's an experience. And you, you really will feel, you know, people that you never knew, have the same color uh, jerseys on that you that you might have, especially when your team's on the road. And all of a sudden, there's a connection. There's fellowship. Hey, come on over. Yeah, have a drink or have a have a sandwich. And you're just hanging out, talking with people, talking about the game and the anticipation and anticipation of the game. And I really feel Clay in college football. All of that stuff around the game is as big of an event as the game itself. And uh, even the post game, people get together. They either talking about the game. Can you believe that third down play? And um, I just keep going back to community because I feel that more than college football than any other sport that, uh, that I, that I go and, and watch in person. My co-host Buck Sexton here, you're going to be blown away by this, uh, by this Kirk. He's never been to a college football game in his life. So I yeah. am going to get him down for, I believe Ole Miss, Alabama, uh, to uh, which I think his mind will just be blown. He's also a single cool. guy, so I told him he's going to have to keep his head on a swivel <laughs> with all the girls. Uh, but what would you what? say to people out there right now, Kirk, who have maybe never experienced a big college football game? We've got listeners in New York City. You know, They may be Giants or Jets fans. Uh, they may not even be that big of sports fans. What would you tell them they're missing by not having been to a big college football game? Well, I, I work with a lot of people, you know, when, when I'm up in Connecticut, I work with a lot of people over the years that grew up in, in the New York or Boston area, wherever it might be, and they're, they're more into the Red Sox or they're into the Yankees or they're into the Jets or NBA, whatever it is, and that's great. That's how they grew up. And they've also then all of a sudden been assigned to work on college game day, and all of a sudden <clears throat> they find themselves in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And all of a sudden you talk to them after the game, and they're working – and they're like, oh, my God. I, I didn't know it was like this. I had no idea 
that it was like this. This is so great. It's so funny to watch a person who might be in their 20s or 30s or 40s and they've never been to a college, a big-time college football experience because maybe it's the Ivy League or maybe it's a small school, you know, D3 that they've been to, you know, in the East Coast. And they go to a big-time college football game, and they're just blown away. Like I said, the marching bands alone at some of these stadiums will have you – you'll have chills just kind of watching that part and the way the fans respond to the marching bands. That's like like the beginning of it, and the teams come out. I think the only thing that's close in America, the European soccer, like that that passion that you see when you turn on a a game and you you hear the chants and – all the emotion is college football. And, and again, I've covered NFL. I've been around it. The playoffs or, an, or a prime time, like a Monday night game or a Thursday night game, it's the only time the NFL comes remotely close to what college football offers, uh, you know, on, on a noon game that might be two top 15 teams going against each other. So you, you'll have to circle back to me and let me know how Buck, uh, how he does and what his experience is like. But, yeah, you just – it's just a different – it's a very different, passionate crowd in comparison to what you get in the NFL. You communicate with millions of people to call games, uh, and obviously they're uniquely used to your voice. It's a soundtrack in many ways of college football. How did you find it to be different and or more challenging or less challenging to write a book uh, out of the pocket, which is out now, how was that communication experience for you different? Great question. Um, when Gene Wojciechowski, who was the co-author, approached me about the book idea, it was during the pandemic. It was, I just felt like a good time to reflect. Um, it, it, and there's football in the book. There's broadcasting in the book, kind of my journey in that world. But this is a very different book. This is the, the book about fatherhood. I talk a lot about my dad. My dad was kind of my hero. He played at Ohio State. He was a captain there, and I just grew up in Ohio. And just he would take me to the games at Ohio Stadium, go in the locker room after the game and sit on Woody Hayes' lap and look up through his glasses with his hat on and put Archie Griffin's helmet on when I was five, six years old, and I was hooked. And my parents divorced when I was eight, and I kind of lived in a neighborhood like the movie The Sandlot where you're always outside playing. We didn't obviously have video games or the Internet or, like, you know, do we just – People my age, we just were outside, you know, playing freeze tag or or four square or big wheels or whatever. You know, we were just outside. And that world just disappeared in the blink of an eye. I was my parents divorced and I moved and and I ended up going to eight schools in nine years. And my both my parents remarried and both divorced again. And I just was kind of bouncing around and struggling. And I'm a very um, quiet, shy person, and especially as a kid. Uh, very introverted. And so when you move around like that, you kind of hold a lot in. And so just saw some stuff and didn't really ever communicate how I ever felt. I don't really communicate in general how I feel. And so to open up in a book and talk about things I've compartmentalized emotionally for over 40 years was really a challenge for me. It's kind of like that movie, Goodwill Hunting with Matt Damon and Robin Williams. And they just kind of sit and look at each other the first couple of visits kind of how it was for me with Gene until I finally started to get more and more comfortable with him and just started to open up. And so it, it's the, a book that I hope will resonate with some people. I hope that they'll see and hear a story that maybe they experienced something that they struggled with. Um, everybody has trials and tribulations that they've gone through uh, today. 
You know, you, you, you're, you're always going to have adversity in life. You know, there's a, a saying, you're either in a storm, you're coming out of a storm, or you're heading into a storm. And that can be as an employee. It could be as a, a, a husband or a wife. It could be as a father or a mother. We all deal with stuff. And instead of me hiding from the stuff I've dealt with, I talk about it openly and become very vulnerable in this book. And like I said, my whole, my whole hope is it's not a how-to book. It's more of a um, here I am kind of book. And I just hope um, it just resonates and people will be able to relate to it in some way. And it's okay to fail. It's okay to struggle. And uh, I think sometimes we all try to avoid that, right? Whether it's with our kids, it's really hard to watch our kids struggle. I call it the snowplow generation of parenting. We, we're, we're, if it's a bad teacher, instead of talking to your kid about you got to figure this out, we got to work through this. It's no, no, no. We take, we're getting them in a different class. Get rid of that teacher. If it's a bad coach, it's not the coach. It's not the kid's fault. It's the coach's fault. We got to find a new team, you know. And so, I feel like I, I've, it's hard for me to watch my kids go through struggles, and and at the same time, they've been through a lot of them, and they've they've come through it and become better for it. And um, so I talk about a lot of different stuff regarding uh, adversity and challenges, both as a kid and, and as an adult. Kirk Herbstreit with us right now on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Last, last question for you, Kirk. If college football didn't exist, you would be where right now? Uh, I, my family didn't have any money when I grew up. I, I, so I got a scholarship, which allowed me to pay for school. That's why when we talk about name, image, and likeness, I look at a scholarship as a game changer for me. It got me started in life. I would have probably joined the Marines or gone to the Army, I would guess. I, I don't know. I have no idea. College football, that's why I love it so much. That's why I'm so passionate and so grateful for the sport. And that's why I get so frustrated sometimes when people just talk about what's in it for me. Only I need to be paid when you have an opportunity to build a relationship with folks when you go to a school and you can take advantage of the system instead of the system taking advantage of you. And I'm a perfect example of that. I'm an anomaly. I mean, usually think about people that you watch broadcast games. You know them from their playing days. They're, they're Hall of Famers or they won Super Bowls or they won Heismans or whatever it might be. I I was just a solid quarterback in the Big Ten, and yet my relationship with Ohio State opened doors for me, first as a local broadcaster, and then two or three years later I caught a break and, and got to to on a national level. And those doors never opened for me if I didn't go to Ohio State. So every day I'm grateful for that relationship and, and the fact that I went there. And I, I wish more players would try to look at it through that lens as opposed to the school owes me money, you know, the system owes me money. I, I think you need to flip that way of looking at it and try to figure out ways that you can take advantage of, of the relationships that we're lucky enough to have. Kirk, fantastic stuff as always. We'll be watching all season long. Encourage people to check out your book, uh, Out of the Pocket, and good luck tonight. Thanks, man. Always great to come on with you. Uh, good luck with all your new endeavors, and congrats on everything. I appreciate that. That's Kirk Herbstreet. When we come back, we'll talk more about some of the chaos surrounding the Biden administration. What else? Plus, Alex Berenson will join us in the third hour of the program. This is the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show special Labor Day edition. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. 
There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. You just heard from Kirk Herbstreit. Fantastic from him. I mean, he's the voice of college football in a way that few times are people ever able to become the voice of any particular sport. I guess John Madden still, for a lot of people, voice of the NFL. Certainly you could say Charles Barkley, I would say voice of the NBA, but that's rare. Really fun conversation with him. Encourage you to check out that book. Uh, Alex Berenson going to join us at the top of the third hour of the program, special Labor Day edition. We'll have to get Buck to talk to Kirk there about his experience when he eventually goes on the road and sees a big major college football game and how much he's going to enjoy it. But the craziness that is continuing to uh, to spiral out of Afghanistan, it's really not surprising anybody who's been listening to this program because Buck and I have been breaking down where we were headed as soon as we started negotiating with the Taliban. Right now, we've got hostage situations taking place all over the country. Let's listen to Congressman Michael McCall lay that out on Fox News Sunday. They are not clearing the airplanes to depart. They've sat at the airport for the last couple of days, uh, these planes, and they're not allowed to leave. Uh, 
We know the reason why is because the Taliban wants something in exchange. This is really, Chris, turning into a hostage situation where they're not going to allow American citizens to leave until they get full recognition from the United States of America. My concern is that Zal Khalizad, our special envoy, who's met with the Taliban, they're in talks right now. And I think I, I worry his recommendation to the administration will be to recognize the Taliban as the official government of the United States, a, a Taliban organization uh, that is a terrorist organization. Sounds like to me we're going to have to send them some more harshly worded letters. Because that's how everybody knows that you really make terrorists aware that you are taking them seriously. A really mean letter threatening them with UN sanctions and failure to recognize if they don't start treating people better. We know big tech is in the tank for far left-wing politics. But I've got an incredible example coming up for you next that I want to walk you through involving ivermectin, you know, the, the drug that a lot of people, including Buck, took to get better after COVID that has turned into a major battleground. This is legitimately fake news. Twitter claims it cares about. It's not censoring this in any way. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us on this Labor Day edition of the program. Also appreciate the crew coming in. Didn't want to uh, miss. There's a lot of stories out there. I've been working Labor Day for 15 years now. Didn't want to miss today. Buck will be back with me tomorrow. Going to try to get into a bunch of different stories here in the back half of this show. But I want to start here with... A Rolling Stone story, and if you want to go see a story that perfectly encapsulates the failure of big tech companies to apply a consistent and even standard of editorial management to their platforms, this is it. And I want to open up a window for you here into what happened and then track through why a story like this matters. So here's what happened. Rolling Stone ran a story that claimed that gunshot victims are left waiting as horse dewormer overdoses overwhelm Oklahoma hospitals, a doctor says. All right, that's the headline in Rolling Stone. It spreads like wildfire throughout social media. This idea that ivermectin, is being used and it's causing a huge number of people to have to be hospitalized such that gunshot victims are not able to receive medical treatment at hospitals. That's the headline. This is the headline over the weekend. Okay, turns out that it's 100% a lie. The story is 100% not true, okay? There's a difference between fact and opinion, right? This is zero factual basis behind this story. In fact, the uh, the hospital that is named as the one that is overwhelmed with ivermectin patients says uh, the doctor who was quoted, this is the official statement that is put out from this Oklahoma hospital. Although Dr. Jason McElyee is not an employee He is affiliated with a medical staffing group that provides coverage for our emergency room. Uh, With that said, he's not worked at the hospital 
in over two months. So this doctor claims, uh, makes up a story that ivermectin is overrunning the hospital. Uh, And then the hospital puts out a statement and says, not only is the hospital not overrun with ivermectin patients, they haven't treated anybody due to complications, and there have been no ivermectin overdoses at all. And they say all patients who visited our emergency room, not only uh, are there no gunshot victims who were unable to be treated, they say all patients who have visited our emergency room have received appropriate medical attention. Our hospital hasn't had to turn away any patients uh, who need emergency care. Uh, And they have to put out this statement saying everybody is fine. This story is 100% a lie. The idea that Rolling Stone put out there that ivermectin is overloading a hospital and that it's unsafe to be taken, it's 100% a lie. I want to give credit to Drew Holden, who does fantastic work. He's fought at Drew Holden 360 on Twitter. Encourage you to go read through his thread yourself. You can also go read about this at outkick.com. But everybody picks up this Rolling Stone article and runs wild with it, including Rachel Maddow, whose tweet goes viral. She says, patients overdosing on ivermectin are backing up rural Oklahoma hospitals and ambulances. Uh, The scariest one I've heard of and seen is people coming in with vision loss. This is Rachel Maddow, the lead host of the most popular show on MSNBC. She tweets this story out and over 10,000 people, it's a 100% made up story, over 10,000 people are sharing it like crazy. Uh, MSNBC executive producer who has been complaining about fake news shares it like mad. It gets picked up by all the major British outlets, Newsweek, New York Daily News, The Hill. They all write their own uh, version of this story and it explodes and is everywhere on social media. Now, what does Twitter do about this? Twitter banned our guest, Alex Berenson, who we're going to have in the third hour of the program, and I'll directly ask him about this. But they banned Alex Berenson for sharing actual facts about COVID, the COVID vaccine, discussing Israeli data, all of its fact. These are people sharing 100% inaccurate stories that is totally made up, this Rolling Stone story. All that matters on big tech is not truth or fiction. It's whether or not the narrative supports the narrative that they want to be true. Joe Rogan gets COVID, takes ivermectin, Buck Sexton, by the way, did the same thing. I had COVID, but I had such a mild case. I didn't have to take anything. And everybody out there goes crazy in the blue checkmark brigade, even though ivermectin's been taken uh, safely by millions of patients for decades. And even though there's evidence that suggests that it may be helpful, Joe Rogan drug cocktail, a couple days later, he's back to 100%. This story is made up. It's a lie. We know it's a lie. You know it's a lie. 
There's nothing on Rachel Maddow's account about the fact that this is information that is untrue. There's no check mark against Rachel Maddow for spreading a story that is 100% true. There's not even a demand for Rachel Maddow to take down the story that she shared that's 100% false. How can you justify kicking a guy like Alex Berenson off of your social media platform at Twitter? How can you justify when Buck Sexton or I share data that makes the Fauciites unhappy that there is a tab often added to our tweets that says, find out more information about COVID-19 here. How can all of that be occurring and Twitter does nothing to all of the left-wing blue checkmark brigade members spreading this story, which is a 100% lie, as if it is the truth? And Twitter does nothing. I know we get used to hypocrisies, but I believe that you have to keep hammering home these hypocrisies for a significant reason, even though it may at times feel incredibly frustrating and self-defeating. Because we're not really fighting the 40% that is going to triple mask and they're going to stay in their basements and they're going to be triggered beyond belief by all the college football fans. We're fighting for the 20% who are reasonable. The people who might be willing to look and think about the data behind masking children. The people who might recognize that England, for instance, is not giving the vaccine to young children because they're under such limited risk from COVID that it doesn't make sense to do so. The fact that almost all European countries are not requiring masks on their school children because there's no basis upon which to base that scientific decision. These are the people we're trying to win. The 20% of reasonable people, that's how we win. When we come back, Gavin Newsom, what's going on in the California recall election? I will give you the latest updates as it pertains to that election and what is likely to happen. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. This is a special Labor Day edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Now, I remember making a prediction. I know how resilient you are, and I know that you people don't just sit out there and take it. You're going to do what you can to overcome. You're not just going to sit there and take it. The Wisdom of Rush, now with Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. of restless nights meet lisa the sleep experts here at lisa we know that good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health that's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support catering to every sleep need check out lisa sapira hybrid mattress named best hybrid mattress five years running sleep hot 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off-duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us on this Labor Day edition of the program. Gavin Newsom, the recall election is underway, and you know there's a panic going on because they've even brought Kamala Harris out of hiding to suddenly start campaigning for Gavin Newsom. And Larry Elder came out and said, hey, you know what, if Dianne Feinstein were to step down, I'd uh, promote a Republican. And you know it was starting to get really contentious in terms of the likelihood of Gavin Newsom and whether or not he's going to win this recall election because... All of the negative press started to rain down on Larry Elder's head. They found every person who has ever had any negative story associated with Larry Elder for the last 50 years of his life to suddenly write a negative article. I mean, the L.A. Times, in one of the all-time you-can't-even-make-this-headline-up, the Babylon Bee couldn't even come up with this, they called Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy. That was their headline. Yes, a black man running for governor 
in California, they labeled him the black face of white supremacy in California. And I don't, first of all, think there's that many white supremacists in California. I've spent a decent amount of time out there. I don't think there are that many white supremacists, period. Uh, and certainly the the idea, this is like the old uh, Dave Chappelle skit. I think it was Clayton Bigsby, the uh, KKK member who was blind and didn't realize he was black, um, which is a really hysterical, one of many really hysterical Chappelle show skits from back in the day. But this is next level craziness. And the numbers out there are alarming for Gavin Newsom, but the betting markets have started to swing back a little bit in his favor as the millions of dollars have come raining in in his favor. Over $30 million they're now spending in the last few days of this recall election to try to assure that Gavin Newsom wins this race, including lots of the big tech industry companies, and I'm counting Netflix as a tech industry company, Reed Hastings, the CEO of, co-CEO, I believe it is, of Netflix, rolling in over $3 million in his favor. Kamala Harris running around campaigning for Gavin Newsom. And look, I know a lot of you are listening to us right now in California. And I have been hearing from a bunch of friends in California who otherwise would be Democratic voters that are so fed up with all the choices and decisions that Gavin Newsom has made that they are voting in favor of his recall. And so what I would say is this. The likelihood of Gavin Newsom losing, I think, is an upset. But what I would encourage all of you to be doing is even if Gavin Newsom wins by a slim margin, which I think is probably what's likely to end up happening if I were having to bet on the outcome here. The message that is being sent is very clear, and it is this one. It's time to get back to normal all over the country because Gavin Newsom has a massive advantage in overall Democrats that are registered in the state of California. The fact that he has even found himself in this Donnybrook, in this tight election race that is requiring him to spend tens of millions of dollars to avoid is a testament to his failure as a governor and to the failure of the one-party state that is Democrats in California. People are abandoning the state of California in record numbers, the likes of which have never been seen since California became a state. And people are abandoning California and moving in big numbers to states where freedom exists. Listen to this. Listen to the top inbound cities in 2021. I was looking at this data. This is from uh, Axios Tampa Bay. Orlando, Florida. Savannah, Georgia. Dallas, Texas. Tampa, Florida. Austin, Texas. Nashville, Tennessee. My hometown here. Fort Myers, Florida, West Palm Beach, Florida, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, Charleston, South Carolina, Melbourne, Florida, might be Melbourne, Florida, I apologize there, Raleigh, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina. That's the top 20, and I just ran through all of the southern locations where people are moving. If Florida and Ron DeSantis was really that dangerous as it pertains to COVID, do you think people would be moving to Florida 
in record numbers and fleeing the states in the Northeast and in the West where freedoms are less significant and pouring into the states where freedoms are the most significant? I don't think so. And I know some people get nervous there. You're like, hey, Californians are going to be like locusts. They're going to move to Nevada. They're going to move to Arizona. They're going to spread their left-wing politics. It's going to be even worse. What I am seeing in my hometown of Nashville is the people who are leaving are red voters who are fed up with the failed policies of blue states. And so I think what's going to end up happening with the COVID map as it changes in terms of where people are moving, I think the red states are going to get redder, and I think the blue states are going to get bluer. And what we got to do is win as many of those purple voters as we possibly can. And the message in California, even if Gavin Newsom wins, if he wins narrowly, the message, I think, is going to have to be heard, and that is failed far left-wing politics are destructive to your electoral chances, even if you live in a deep blue state like California. When we come back, top of the third hour of a special Labor Day edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, we're going to be joined by Alex Berenson. Alex Berenson has been banned by Twitter for sharing facts about COVID. We're one of the only outlets where he can speak to the largest possible audience. We're going to find out the absolute latest on COVID from Alex Berenson. Weekly visit with him. That is coming up next. It's Must Listen Radio, one of the few places in America where you can still hear the actual truth. It's this show right now. I appreciate all of you. I hope you're having fantastic Labor Days. Let's hang for one more hour special edition of this program. Alex Berenson is going to be our guest. I'm telling you, he's going to be fantastic. Thanks for hanging with us. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.